Dawson shotgun, Dalvin Cook to his left. Third and goal from the four. Kirk takes the snap, looks right, fade left, end zone, and it is caught! Touchdown! Amazing decision by Kirk Cousins. He saw the all-out blitz. He knew he had Rudolph one-on-one with the corner. Rudy! And just threw the jump ball. Oh, what a beautiful throw. Bonjour, San Francisco, and au revoir, New Orleans Saints. Hey, Vikings fans, this is the Vikings postgame report, and I am Chris Corso calling from TCO Studios onto a winning sideline where Ben Lieber is at the site of the scene. What a day for the Vikings, Ben. How, how was it being on the sideline? I mean, for Kirk Cousins to go down the field and win the game, the moment that we've been waiting for from this guy, can you describe the feeling of the sideline and the locker room? Uh, I can't. I, I mean, I'll, I'll try. Please do. <laughs> you know, tense. I think um, everybody was just on the edge of their seat. And the whole game was like that. So many big plays up and down. You know, a Dalvin fumble return for a touchdown, or was it? I mean, all, there there's so many just huge moments where you felt really good, and then five seconds later you felt really bad. And, and you know, listen, I, I was a part of that team in 09 that came down here in 2010 playoffs, and, and you know, similar situation and, and was on the other side of that. And, and that was going through my mind as now a fan and hoping that, that our players don't have to that have to feel that disappointment, and so um, to be there on on third down up against the goal line after that amazing throw and catch uh, to from Kirk to, to Thielen was just was awesome, and then and that was part of it. It's like okay, we're we're close, you know, and then we we have two rushing attempts, and all of a sudden you're you're stopped, and now you start going a little bit into panic mode of like, wow, what if we don't get this play, and what do we do? And and uh, they brought blitz. We recognized it. Rudy said himself that he recognized that they were going to they were going to run blitz, and he knew exactly what to do and where where to go and what route to run, and perfectly placed ball. And uh, he comes down with the catch. All right, we're going to start this show off as we always do, and that is with that winning locker room. Let's hear from Kirk and Coach Mike Zimmer as they celebrated the Vikings' win over the Saints' first overtime win in team playoff history. That was a hell of a fucking win, fellas. That's a hell of a win. You guys, you guys fought your off today okay now one thing we got to remember right the last time we won a game in the playoffs at the last second we didn't play very good next week so when we come back on tuesday we have to be ready to work right um number from the happy head coach Mike Zimmer as he took to the podium following the big win. Okay, good team win today. Um, you know, I thought we played uh, well in all three phases. Um, 
you know, it was started out a little rough. We fumbled uh, early in the ball game, and uh, but we were able to hold them to three. Um, you know, there's a lot of a lot of ebbs and flows throughout the course of the ball game. Um, just proud of my team and the way they uh, the way they fought, the way they competed today, and and uh, it's good to see. Mike, you said early in the week that you didn't think anyone was saying you could win this game. So to go out and, and win it, you know, how satisfying is that? Yeah, it's good. Um, you know, uh, it's, it's always nice to keep playing. And, uh, you know, I have a ton of respect for the New Orleans Saints, for Drew Brees, for all the players they have, uh, for Sean Payton. He does an unbelievable job here. Um, you know, we're just fortunate to win today. But, um, but uh, yeah, it feels good, you know, when, to be doubted and, and to be able to, uh, to come up with a win. That last play to Thielen, what was the – what was the, the thinking on that play call, taking a shot at that point in the game? Yeah, well, you know, we talked about, um, you know, we didn't want to leave anything in the bag. You know, we had a chance to go down and score and win, and that's what we were trying to do. So, um, you know, it's a play that we've used before. It's a great throw by Kirk and a great catch by uh, Adam. So, um, you know, we, you gotta, you got to take your, cha- your shots when, you, when you're uh, trying to win a playoff game. Where that Lattimore was not in the game at that point. I know twenty-one was the guy covering dealing on the play. Uh, I I don't remember. No, I, they might have said something upstairs, and I didn't. I either didn't hear him, or I was talking to somebody else, or defense, or something. Mike, what, what went into the decision to, to play Everson and Daniel inside on passing downs? It seemed to work well. Yeah, it's just a scheme thing. We thought we might try this week. What do you think of the way they did perform with the strip sack? Obviously, but Daniel, a couple sacks by Everson. Yeah, I thought it was good. Um, you know, it's always nice when you do something and, and it works. Doesn't always work, but you know, you got to try. Offensively, this is the first game you had. Excuse everybody. me. Offensively, I think this is the first game you guys had everybody healthy in quite a while. I mean, is that exactly how it's supposed to look like in moments? Yeah, it was good. You know, I thought Dalvin ran the ball very hard today. Um, you know, the offensive line, I thought they did a nice job protecting. They got some really great players on the defensive line. Um, you know. Uh, the way he runs the football with the acceleration to get through the seams and the cracks and then the physicality that he runs with, uh, you know, he made some great runs today. Kyle mentioned that, that Kirk got the game ball in the locker room after this game. He's Sorry, taking he, what? Sorry, I gave two. He, he got one, too. Okay. He's taking so much criticism for the way he's played in big games. What do you think this game means to him? Yeah, well, um, you know, he's – you know, they said he can't win a playoff game. He can't do this. Uh, he's only been in two, so he's 50%. You know, that's better than a lot of people. So, uh, But I thought he played really well today. You know, he took good care of the ball. He made good decisions. Uh, you know, they had some heat on us, and so he had to make some great, great decisions. Um, you know, it's good. Um, he's got to go out and prove it again next week, just like we all do. Mike, what did it mean, uh, Mark Wilf coming out with that statement Friday, you know, showing the support that they have for you in this organization? Hey, look, I don't really need to get – talking about this i love this team i love the organization and you know whatever they decide to do they decide to do how valuable when rudy can use his size like that to body up and and get a touchdown yeah you know he's 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 awful good in the red zone and uh made a great catch um he's a uh you know he's a he's always been a uh, great team player and for him to be able to get the winning catch i thought it was big you got a lot more targets in the Rudy. You got a lot more targets in the second half of the season than the first. Was there a conversation about getting him more involved, or is that just kind of organic? Just yeah, just coverages, people play, and things like that. Uh, I mean, Rudy has all, always has coverage uh, uh, conversations about getting the ball more, but um, but no, not really. 
Like, it was, what was the key? What was the key on third down against Breeze? I think he only had like 17 yards passing on third down, and it seemed to clamp him down. Yeah, we well, you know, we were pretty shorthanded in the secondary uh, today, and uh, so we had to we had to mix up the coverages a little bit. We had some pressures in there. Um, you know, they changed up a couple times, but we didn't really give them a, a big dose of anything today. It was a lot of different, a lot of different looks. Um, you know. I'll leave it at that. And then Everson, the pressure that you know, he brought early on third down. Yeah, uh, that was, was big. Uh, he didn't, you know, he, he, I thought he played really well. And Daniil with that fumble there at the end, uh, whenever that was, that was a big play. Um, you know, our guys fought really hard today. And, uh, you know, we're going to have to do that again next week. Coach, the, the few seconds after uh, Kyle's touchdown, there was some confusion it looked like. Did you think they were going to review it? Or what was going through your mind there after that, that touchdown? I, look, I looked up there and saw every both feet in with a third foot down and him ball in his hand. So I was gone. I saw the referees leaving. I'm leaving. You had said earlier this week that nobody but the Vikings thought you guys were going to win. Does that us against the world mentality, does that seem to, does that motivate the team? Does that get them going? I mean, it has at times, obviously, during your tenure. Did today. To, to have Adam. But we played well. To have Adam, you know, break out today after – the injury oh, yeah, he, he fumbled dealt the ball, with. didn't he? He yeah, was the one that fumbled the ball. Back from the slow start. I mean, how, how big was that? Yeah, well, him? Adam's a great competitor, and, uh, you know, typically when he makes a bad play, he, he never compounds it, and then he's going to make big plays. You know, the, the catch he made there at the end was was a terrific catch and a great throw. Um, you know, he made a couple other good catches today, so. It seemed like there was a more blitz-heavy approach in this game than typical. Was that just – Game call or play by play, just game calls, or was that a plan going in that you might want to be a little bit more aggressive than usual? Mm, you know, each week's a different week, so I mean, I don't know. What'd you like about Sunday, Helen Nickel? Yeah, he competed his rear end off, uh, you know, um, tried to put him in the right situations the best we could, um, you know, so, you know, having three safeties out there was okay. With uh, Ant Harris's interception there at Mudden Point, huge. You know, I think we we had what two turnovers today or three. I don't know, but you know, both of them were big. But that was a great interception, and uh, you know, we did a nice job of um, covering it deep, and then he he was able to undercut it a little bit. Mike, going in overtime, did you guys talk about taking a shot, or was it feel and play, just something that happened? No, we we wanted to go win. I, you know, I I told a bunch of defensive guys, we're not leaving nothing in the bag. You know, we're going to go for it, and uh, whether they would have got the ball back or whatever, we're not. You know, we didn't come here to to try to tie or lose or whatever it was. So we we're going to take our shots. When Lattimore went out, was that the plan to go to go deep? Yeah, I didn't know he did. Um, honestly, I don't know if. If somebody said something upstairs, you know, I got so many things going on, I, I didn't maybe hear it. Mike, there was some talk on national sites and TV and whatnot about your job status and, and what it might hold in the future, so much to the point that your owner put out a statement. Did you use that as motivation? Did you pay no attention to it? What was it like for you this week as you were preparing? Um, you know, really, I don't really want to discuss it, honestly. Um, like I said five minutes ago, I love this team. I love this organization. I love the players. You know, I get a lot of people helping me. Um, you know, quite honestly, I think it's silly that people are talking about it on a 10-win team. It's 60% wins. So, um, you know, it's, I don't know. Uh, but whatever happens, happens. First three quarters, you're holding Breeze to the four and a half or less yards per attempt. Fourth quarter, he was able to get a lot more done. 
What, what did you see happening in the fourth quarter that uh, he was so much more efficient? Yeah, they opened it up a little bit more, um, you know, then mixed in some run game with it and some play actions, and they hit a few, you know. It's, you're not going to do that to this guy all day long. Um, you're going to have to, you know, fight your rear ends off and change the coverages and give him different looks and give him different pressures and, um, you know, in order to, to, uh, to try to keep him down. Do you find that in a game against someone like Sean Payton, who's a gifted play caller, that you're making more adjustments to your defense over the course of a game than typical? Uh, we didn't really make – I mean, our game plan stuck most of the day. What do you think of Cousins in overtime? Excuse me? What do you think of Cousins in overtime? Um, I thought he played really well. Um, you know, the third down slant was big. Um, I'm trying to remember what else before the big throw. And then, the, you know, obviously they were in a zero blitz on the last play, and uh, we had fades called. Um, we actually had a different play call, but if they zeroed us, we were going to do, throw the fade. Was there anything in Kirk's game today that surprised you or, or you thought he took it to another level of his game? No, I think Kirk's a good player. You know, I think I think the team rallied around him. team's happy for him. Um, you know, we got to go do it again next week. Like knowing what you have ahead of you with a short week coming up, do you have to temper the celebratory mood that a lot of people are going to feel? Right yeah, now? I actually reminded them, you know, last time we won a game really against this team in the playoffs, uh, you know, we didn't play very well the next week. So we got to get back to work. We got to focus on what we're going to do and, and uh, understand that, uh, you know, I might have to be a little bit grouchy this week. Who knows? Kirk takes the offense 75 yards. I want to touch on the play right before that game-winning touchdown to Kyle Rudolph, and that was Cousins having the gall to take the ball and go all the way down the field to Adam Thielen, get the Vikings on the two. A beaut- It was probably the best pass I've seen him throw all season. Can you describe the, the mindset on that play to go down the field? Play action. Cousins. Thielen. He's got it! Inside the five. The ball sitting at the two. Two yards away from a win. Adam Thielen against Patrick Robinson and Kirk Cousins. He sees it immediately. He's got the one-on-one look. It's the best throw of his career right here with what's on the line. And for him to be able to drop that right out of the sky. Thielen. Well, there was an injury to, to the defensive back, the, the, the play previously. So there was a, a, a 10-year vet that had to come in. Um, been in the league for a long time, but the re- there's a reason why he's not a starter. And, and I don't know if it was intentional or not, but uh, Stefanski and the, and the crew recognize that you're going to have this, this backup defensive back on one of our best players and one of the best receivers in the league, and, and that's a matchup you have to take advantage of. And, you know, hats off to the offensive line for protecting. Uh, you know, hats off to Kirk for putting it in a spot where only Thielen could catch it and – you know, so many storylines going into this game, so many storylines coming out of this game, but uh, that's one that I think is, is going to go down in, in the Vikings history books as, as one of the best plays ever, um, just given the situation, given the fact that this team has never won an overtime playoff game in the history of the team, and, and Kirk Cousins was a large part of that. Let's hear from the man of the day, Kirk Cousins, as he addressed the media following the 26-20 to victory. All right, I'll just uh, start by saying it was a – true team win and uh, that sounds cliche but um, uh, when you do look at it felt like it was running the running the ball it was throwing the ball it was uh, uh, defense I felt like our special teams kept, kept giving us favorable field position where we got the ball um, and uh, you know 
there were so many challenges we had to overcome with the noise and playing in a tough environment and the good football teams. Uh, so really proud of the way we kept playing and found a way at the end. And um, it's amazing how in this league every game seems to come down to the last two minutes or beyond. And, um, you know, it's a game of inches. And today we found those inches. And uh, so glad we're moving on. I'll take any questions you have. Do you feel like on your own time you guys are going to have to be aggressive? In overtime? You just got to put a drive together. Uh, it doesn't matter how you do it. Um, I think it was going to be a mix of run and pass. And, uh, you know, I think you approach it like you do any other drive, knowing you, you know, there's a sense of urgency, certainly, to stay on the field and, and keep possess the football. But uh, um, you know, mix a run and pass and just play your normal offense. What was the key on the pass to Thielen? Um, you know, protection held up. Adam pretty much won. And uh, the ball goes up, and he makes a great catch. And um, uh, you know that's a that's a route I've run since my rookie year. And and sometimes you hit it, sometimes you don't. But uh, it was great to connect on that one. Name, specific name? I don't know if I can tell you that, Chris. I'm not sure. I'll let Coach Zimmer tell you the name. Yeah, I'll let Coach Zimmer tell you the name if he feels that's rest. I don't need him crouching at me tomorrow. When Lattimore went out. Stefan said that if it was cover zero, then you guys knew that was who you were going yeah. to go to on that. That's the only touchdown pass you've thrown under duress this season. What was different about that one? I didn't feel under duress. Uh, I knew it was cover zero, but the ball gets out so quick. That I didn't really feel like they got home. Um, there were a couple others that threw under duress, uh, not touchdowns today. But, uh, um, yeah, I didn't. again, I don't even know how much to tell you football-wise, what I'm can and can't. But, uh, yeah, it was a great play by Rudy, you know, one-on-one, -on -one, and he went up and grabbed it. and kept his feet in, which is a big challenge. He made a great play. There's so many numbers and themes that follow you around about winning against tough teams, difficult situations. Do you feel any sense of relief winning a game like this? Um, I appreciate the question, but, you know, I'm just thrilled we won a, a playoff game. You know, I, I just do my part. Um, we won the game today because we played great defense. We got a turnover. Uh, we had good special teams. We had great play calling. We had a great plan. Um, we protected. We ran the football. We probably had 35, 40 rushing attempts. And there's a whole lot of reasons we won the game. Does the quarterback play a role in that? Yes, but uh, it was a, it was a team win. So you don't have an I told you so feeling uh, for all the people who said you couldn't win a big one or lead a winning drive or anything like that. Um, I, you know, it's it's fun to be able to uh, to win and to feel like uh, you know you're moving forward. But uh, my journey has always been one of. You know, like the book, The Dream Giver, when you climb a mountain, you sit there at the top and you look around and you realize there's only more mountains to climb. And so, you know, being a fourth round pick and kind of working your way up in the league, uh, now you win a playoff game. Guess what? You look around, and you realize there's more mountains to climb. You know, you want to win another playoff game. You want to get to the Super Bowl someday. You want to win a world championship. So you just keep chasing the next mountain. And um, and there will always be people, you know, who are going to criticize you. If, and that's okay. You got the game ball and how well you deserved it, whether it was that third down pass to Diggs that might have been yeah, a great play for him. Yeah. Uh, how does it feel to actually get it done but also do it with your teammates that oh, way yeah. and then be recognized? Yeah, that's, it's the only way you do it is with your teammates. I mean, when you're in that tough environment and, and uh, the noise and you're in the first quarter going against a great team, you know, the only way you know you got a shot is looking in the eyes of the of the other players and the coaches and knowing that we're in this together and we have each other's back. And, um uh, so many people made plays today, and so many coaches, you know, put us in a good spot. Um, so I was just proud of the effort, and um, uh, you know, thrilled, thrilled to be able to win. And uh, you know, who gets the credit is, you know, as Ronald Reagan says, it's, you know, amazing what you can accomplish when you don't care who gets the credit. And I think that's what this team is is about—just uh, 
just go do your job and you can give the credit to everyone to give it to. You mentioned early on the importance of the, the running game. Early on in the game, Cooks could hit yards outside on the toss sweep and inside. How important was that to the passing game success today? Well, I, I think it um, plays a role. You know, it uh, hopefully can get you into more manageable third downs when you run the football well. Um, it can run the clock. You know, you can possess the ball. Um, if you run it well, you hope that it can, you know, force some coverages by the opponent to put you in a better position to throw the ball. Um, hopefully it can slow down the pass rush a little bit. You know, all those things. And, um, you know, it's, it's not easy to come into this place against a good defense and just run the football. And, you know, we hit, we hit some and we didn't hit some, but I felt like we were consistent enough and we certainly stayed with the run that ultimately you'll look back and feel pretty good about it. What does it tell you about this team and just like the way that you guys were able to combat distractions this week, whether it's being, you know, a touch under an underdog favored, mm -hmm. they were favored by a touchdown, or mm -hmm. even just the fact that ownership felt that they needed to come out and put out a statement quelling any sort yeah. of speculation about Coach Zimmer and Rick Spielman. Yeah. I, I didn't feel much different than any other week. You feel the sense of urgency with the playoffs, but uh, – the distractions, I think, are more for the people who follow the league, the people, I think, in the league, in the locker room. You know, I think we just have – we're so busy with our preparation and our job to do that we don't even have time or energy to get caught up in what's on the outside. Kirk, how big is it to uh, win that coin toss and get the opening possession? Yeah, with the way the current rules are in this league, uh, it's, a, it's a big deal. You know, obviously the Saints didn't get a crack at it. And, uh, uh, you know, the rules are as they've, as they've been now. And, um, you know, you win the toss and you go down and score, the game's over. And I'm sure you know that's tough for the Saints to uh, to accept right now. What does a game like this further show just the importance of Dalvin to this team? I mean, if Dalvin doesn't get hurt in Seattle, maybe win that one. If he plays against Green Bay, maybe win that one. I mean, does it just show you guys are a different team when Dalvin is out there? Um, I, yeah, I think uh, uh, you know it's a small sample size without him. Thankfully, um, it was certainly a blessing to start this game with the 11, 12, 13 guys who we started the season with. I don't think many teams can say that, so we feel very fortunate from that standpoint. Um, he's a special player. He's been that way all year for us. He's a great teammate and um, great person. Um, yeah, it's hard to play the woulda, coulda, shoulda game and say if this had happened or that had happened. But, uh, you know, he's, he's a great player. I'm lucky to play with him. Do you have a sense that, that Adam was prepared to break through after a couple slow games coming back from the injury? Um, he's such a good player. You know, it's just a matter of time. Uh, you, when you're that good, you're going to eventually show up and, and produce. Um, so he was huge today, and uh, it's it's great to have two, you know, to have Diggsy and Adam who can really roll and uh, make a big play. And, you know, Diggsy's third down catch before we went to Adam was, was a really big-time play. The amount of separation he gets in man coverage there is impressive. So, uh, you know, we, we rely on both of them quite a bit. And who has the hot hand or who gets the bigger play week to week, play to play, you know, you can flip a coin, but uh, they're both special. Overtime, I think they lost in Marshawn Lattimore there for a minute. And was that part of the situational awareness there on the deep throw to Adam, knowing you had that matchup? Yeah, you'd have to ask Kevin, you know, with the, with the play call. I'm There was nothing in the helmet to me about that. I was just reading coverage and, um, you know, going where my read took me. Is he your first read there? Uh, yeah, depending on coverage, yeah. Coming out of the huddle uh, before the touchdown pass, at what point did you know you're going to Rudolph? Um, after the ball was snapped and they all blitzed. Yeah, yeah. I brought cover zero, and uh, ball's got to go up. Getting hit if it doesn't get out. As you said, the first overtime win in team history. 
Kirk Cousins addresses his teammates in the locker room, and he screams out, obviously, the catchphrase, you like that. Well, what was it like in that locker room? I mean, we, have, we have some images here, but and there's the video of Kirk as well. But, man, that feeling had to be awesome in there. I mean, just craziness. I mean, I, obviously, uh, players are, are – over the moon excited um you know it's so nice to see the coaches you know the coaches rarely let their emotions out you know you might you might see a fist pump by some of these guys but those guys were just as excited as the players um you know obviously so much at stake um you know for you know there, there's all these rumors you know and and who knows hopefully all these rumors are dead now but there's all these rumors before the game about what's going to happen with the coaching staff and and what's going to happen with zimmer and and you know i think you know, maybe I'm making too much of it, but I have a feeling that this win is going to quiet all those rumors and make them go down in history as just rumors. And and I think that there was probably pieces of this coaching staff that felt like, hey, we we get to coach for this organization for at least another year. And so. There's a lot of reasons to celebrate. Now, I want to talk about the coaching staff. The Vikings were able to – Coach Zimmer said it all week. We have to get the ground game going. We have to get Dalvin Cook going in the first half. Man, he looked fresh as ever. He finishes the game with 94 yards and two touchdowns on 28 carries. Three receivers left, heel and right. Cook the tailback. Digs in motion to the right. Hand off Dalvin. Up the middle. It's easy. And he's in the end zone. Yes, he is. An effortless touchdown by Dalvin Cook. And he runs the Minnesota Vikings to a 12-10 lead in the shadow of halftime. Second and goal. Cook did not get there. And now they say touchdown. What, what does it say about Stefanski calling the plays and Zimmer having the trust in him to just, he's missed a couple weeks here and he comes right back in and it's like he's old, fresh Dalvin Cook. Well, you know, you, you have to. and it, No matter who it is, these players, whether you're 80%, 90%, 95%, it's a, it's a one-and-done situation. And you got to get out there and you got to play and you got to give everything you got for 60 minutes and 60-plus minutes if that's the case, and that was the case today. Um we knew that Dalvin was a difference maker. Everybody knows that in the country that Dalvin's a difference maker. Um, how we were going to get him loose, how we were going to get him to be as productive as possible, I think that obviously was was a big question mark going into this game because this is a rush defense that was really good. You know, they still haven't allowed a thousand or a, a hundred yard rusher. This is the forty third game in a row now, but but collectively. Um, our, our offense ran the ball on them, ran effectiveness, got them on the outside, exploited a lot of stuff that they saw in film, and uh, and our guys were just better than theirs today. Now Kyle was saying that you were the lift that this offense needed, and you still kept yourself in check and performed. What are your emotions right now? I'm excited. I'm, I'm definitely we, we won our first playoff game. Well, I won my first playoff game, and you, know, you got some guys in the locker room that won their first playoff game, and it's big for the organization. So. You know, I just want to do everything my team needs me to do and do it at a high level. And, you know, Kyle, that's our leader, one of our leaders on the offense, and we lean on him too, a lot of guys. So we got some guys in that huddle that when they're locked in, we can play some good football. What you think of Kirk in overtime? Kirk? Kirk. That's him. That's our guy. That's our quarterback. Um, like I said, you're going to have doubters, and Kirk know that. And Kirk's, Kirk's, a, guy, Kirk's a guy that just, you know, he locks in. He, you know, he locks in on game plan. He don't worry about the outsiders. He worry about, you know, the locker room. And, you know, the type of leader he is, we respect him so much. So we love that Kirk's leading our team, and let's go get another one. You mentioned the doubters. Kirk's had, you know, as many of them as, as anybody. What do you think he showed in overtime? He showed the quarterback that we knew he was. You know, that the quarterback we knew we was bringing in. 
I guess I've been around Kirk for two years now, and he's like he's grown since you know, since he got here, and that's that's part of being in the NFL, getting better each year, each week. You know that you that you in this game, and I think Kirk's been doing that. And extremely proud of him. We just got to keep going. And when you talk about his growth, what have, how have you what have you seen growth? Controlling, controlling the huddle, controlling the offense. And, you know, as as receivers and as running backs, we demand the football. And we want the football in our hands, and Kirk know that. We're not. He just know that and you know, just controlling our emotions. And he kind of like lead us and, and tell us what he see and you know, how things evolve and try to keep the sideline in check. And he's been more vocal a leader, so you know, we, we love Kurt on the sideline. Speaking of control, you look like Stefan was a little frustrated at some point. You that's digs, though. That's digs. <laughs> that's digs. Just another Sunday. Yeah, that's digs. That's digs. That's what come with digs. I come with you know, balls, though. So we know that. And, you know, a guy like digs, you know, he's a. He's a eight, ten catch guy a game. You know that's just part of him. So you know, we gotta. That's just him, man. We don't take it no type of way. Like we accept Diggs for who he is. You know that's our guy. So we love that guy, man. And we love that emotion that get us going. Like that's just him, man. You know we love that guy, man. Delvin, do you think the two weeks helped you? I mean, the, the resting up. Did you feel real rested coming in? I did. I felt it in practice. I was flying around this week, just getting myself back in condition to play a football game. I was flying around all week, pushing myself like I was in a football game, and I think it paid off because I think I had like 30 touches a day. You kind of took it upon yourself to will this team to win, almost, didn't you? I mean, you you wanted the ball, everybody. Yeah, you got. It's it's a big moment. It's the biggest game. We worked hard all season, not to just flush this down the toilet. Man. In big moments, you gotta want the ball in a big time moment. So, you know, I know I couldn't get it every play, but we got some guys that can make some plays. And you see what Adam and Rudy did at the end; they made some plays. But I definitely want the ball in the biggest moments to make a play. How did it feel to get in the end zone twice? Big time playoff game. Anytime I can change the scoreboards and, and get us some points, man, I'm gonna do everything I can. Jump over, you know, whatever I gotta do, I'm gonna do it. What does this team mean to you? A lot. Special team, man. I think we can continue to be whatever we want to be. And I've been saying that all year. We control what we want to do. We control our destiny. We got in the dance. We took care of game one. Let's go take care of game two. And let's just keep taking it one game at a time. And I think we control everything we want to. What will this week be like? We got to recover first. <laughs> we got to recover first. I'm tired right now. But, you know, tomorrow will be good. But it's a short week. I think we play on Saturday. Yeah. And we got to get ready to go to the West Coast. So. Mm -hmm. No, we got to get our bodies and our mind ready to, to go to go take care of some business. But I think guys are going to lock in and, and be ready to go. Man. A lot of people forget, but Adam Thielen had a tough start to the game, a fumble on the opening drive, then a tough holding call on a first down run. But he finishes the game with seven receptions, 129 yards. We touched on the play already, but him coming back and just rebounding off that tough beginning. It's almost like it's gone from my memory at this point, but what a game for Thielen coming back from the, from the injury and just being himself again. Yeah, you know, I, I, I love these these like kind of personal stories mixed in, these emotional stories mixed in where, you know, he's a guy that you know, probably had every reason to kind of go in the tank a little bit, and, and he didn't. You know, that's why he's a pro. That's why he's one of the best, that he, he knew he was going to be part of the game plan. He knew he was going to have other opportunities. He knows that drops and fumbles are just not part of his game, and, and, uh, and he was going to be relied upon as the game went on. And so, you know, credit to him for having the, the focus, the mental toughness to go out there and, and face his mistakes, not make more mistakes, and be a guy that's going to help his team win. And they talk about football being a game where you battle back, battle back. You fumble early, you stay in there, you hang in there, 
and you, all of a sudden you start making catches, and it's almost like Adam Thielen's back in the in the second half. Explain what your game was like. Yeah, as a as a competitor, uh, when you have a bad play, all you want is to, to get the ball again and, and just get going. So uh, I'm just so thankful um, for for my teammates and my coaches that they just trust me, and and everybody was positive, and, and everybody had my back. So um, the defense, obviously, that's a huge stop after I fumble and. They, Stop you a field goal. So um, there's so many moments like that, that where we played complimentary football where uh, someone had to step up and they did. It. And uh, that's what I'm so proud of this team and, and excited to, you know, that's why I've been so excited to play with this this locker room and the guys in this room and the, the coaches in this locker room. It's it's, it's really fun. And the big play was what? The last one that you made. I mean, explain, just take us through that play. Yeah, just, uh, you know, Kirk obviously gave me a shot and uh, it, it, uh, it couldn't have been a perfect ball. Um, something we haven't thrown for a long time, and um, we, we had been practicing it and things like that, but uh, never thought it would come in that situation. But um, obviously, just kudos to him. That thing dropped right in the bucket. And, um, thankful that he's our guy back there because he played a hell of a football game and um, you know, really it was a big reason why we won. The other thing I want to touch on is the play of the Vikings defense. I mean, it was outstanding in the first half other than one blown assignment on a deep ball down the field from Taysom Hill. It, it seemed like every play that didn't involve Taysom Hill, they were able to stop the offense of the Saints that was averaging almost 30 points a game. What, I mean, just talk about the just the, the way the Vikings defense played. Daniil Hunter coming up with one of the biggest plays of the season. 50 pass yards, 50 rush yards, 25 receiving yards for Hill. Ball's out. Opportunity for the Vikings, and they've got it. Knocked away from Drew Brees, and it was recovered by Jalen Holmes, who just came into the ball game. Daniil Hunter knocked it out, and the biggest play of the game is made by this Vikings defense. Just simply turns it loose. He's a hard man to stop, and he turns it loose on this play. Ryan Ramchek, an all-pro right tackle, is a phenomenal player, has had a great year. He oversets just slightly. Daniil Hunter takes the inside move on him, and is able to get to Drew Brees right here, number 99. Look at the move he makes, the quickness he has, and for him to be able to get there. Now, Drew Brees has got to do a better job. He knows that of protecting the football when he's under pressure. I mean, it was outstanding what Zimmer had going on with the pass rush. Yeah, you know, Zim talked about this week what they were going to do with their two nickel corners being out, and he's like, we're going to find a way. And, um, you know, I I thought Sandejo played outstanding, had a nice pass breakup on a critical situation, Uh, never felt like he was out of sorts, never mentally looked like he was misaligned, always felt like he was where he was supposed to be pre-snap, and that's going to win you a lot of snaps just doing that. our defense never missed a beat because we were missing two players, and that's a credit to our coaching staff. It's a credit to uh, the personnel that they have. Um, yeah, you're right. Guys are going to make mistakes. It looks like you know Harrison made maybe maybe I know one mistake, maybe two mistakes on the on the Taysom uh, receiving touchdown, but our defense battled back. Our guys are battle tested, and um, you know guys just make plays when they're when they're asked to make plays and this is a good football team that they're playing you realize that they're going to make some plays as well you just got to weather the storm and, and keep at it and and uh, again the defense uh with moving guys on the inside was a different look uh we took advantage of that as well and uh and anthony harris once again just being a ball hawk and making plays a very forgettable day for drew Brees. 26 of 33 208 yards one touchdown and an interception I want to touch on Everson Griffin because it seemed like he was the driving force of the defense in this game from from the beginning to the end. I mean, it's almost like he was willing his teammates to kind of get on his back and let's go. Well, he's been like that, you know, basically his whole career. I mean, he he's the the vocal leader, the emotional leader. He gets guys up, he keeps guys up, 
And and he doesn't just talk about it. I think that's the the great thing. We we've, we've all seen players that can really talk a big game. They can be the emotional guy. They can be the verbal guy. But sometimes they don't always back it up. But he's a guy that walks the walk. Um, he's going to go out there and give it his best. And when they ask him to go do something that is out of character, and that's going down to play a three technique and play over the guard and and find an interior pass rush to make Drew Brees move his feet. He does that, you know, doesn't even miss a beat, becomes, you know, a, a bigger weapon, you know, given the fact that this is an this is a guy that's up there in age. You know, th- this is not supposed to happen to guys this this old in the NFL to be this productive, especially in the postseason. Spectacular spin move on a sack. That is probably his patented move at this point. But finishing up here, what's it like for you to be out on the field? Just, I mean, we all know what happened in 2009. We never want to think about it. But to leave that stadium there and you being there, how does that feel to, to, to leave with a 26-20 to 20 win? Moving on. It, feel, yeah, it feels great. You know, I, I was trying not to, to think about it, um, you know, because it, it is in the past and you just got to let the things in the past go. And um, I was just happy that, that all the disappointment that myself and my teammates at the time felt, I was just hoping that it, they weren't going to feel it here with this current team. I mean, you know, it's, it's such a, an empty feeling. Um, it does linger with you, uh, as I'm a testament to that, that it can linger on. And, and I'm just happy that these guys can be in the same situation and be on the, the other side of it and not feel disappointment but feel elation and joy and, and celebrate. So I'm just happy for those guys. And they're going to take that joy to San Francisco as we knew so that they would, they would have to go there and take on the number one seed team at Levi's Stadium. What do you see going forward for this Vikings team? Obviously, they're riding high right now, but this is going to be a tough matchup against one of the best rushing offenses and pass-rushing defenses in the league. Yeah, no doubt. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be a tough matchup. I mean, this is a team that um, I think everybody was scared, was scared to face uh, because they have so many weapons offensively. You mentioned that defensive uh, front, that pass rush. Those are some, some big men up there. And, um, you know, we're going to have our hands full. But I tell you what, this, if, there, if there was anything to be gained from this, confidence-wise, they got it. Uh, they've got some swagger. They've got some mojo. It's going to be a tough game, and, and they prove that anything can happen if you go out there and give it your best. Looking forward. I am looking forward to getting Kirk Cousins in the Vikings uh, TCO studios here for under center, hopefully with one or two of his teammates. But that'll do it for, for the Vikings postgame report, 26-20. Thank you, Ben, for joining us, and safe trip home. I'm sure it's going to be a fun one. Yeah, it's going to be awesome, man. I can just tell by the pep and everybody's step as they're walking across the field. You know, the, the visiting locker room was on the other side of the field, and I'm watching all the coaches and players walk across the field right now, and everybody's got nice little pep on the step, big smiles. It's going to be certainly a, a fun ride home. And that'll do it for the Vikings postgame report. One of the most fun victories in Vikings history, 26-20 for the Minnesota Vikings. We will see you tomorrow for under center with Kirk Cousins as he describes the win with hopefully one or two of his teammates.